acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. All right, Marv, we are here to talk about the eclipse today. And you just literally said to me, this is a nasty eclipse. So I don't even know if I want to do this. (laughs) Stop the fear. All right. Well, tell us. Whatever is nasty just means that we've got to come to terms with realities of truth. Yeah. That's all. Well, do you want to just dive in and tell us about it then? Yeah. I mean, let's just start off with the fact that the eclipse is in Libra so that we understand Libra perfectly clear. Libra is about relationships. It's about desiring relationships, drawn to relationships. Because through relationships, we learn what's internally going on with us. It is, it's the great scales. I, I was reading the, the uh, mythology on Libra, um, and it talked about the scales are when a feather is put on one scale and the human soul is put on the other scale, and unless if it's not evenly balanced, then that is the reason for reincarnation and karma. So that's the that's the lightness of what we've got to shoot for. That's the and through relationships, we're always measuring the harmony and the disharmony within the relationship, which is actually measuring the disharmony and harmony within ourselves. Mm. So we learn, and this is working on a social level. This is working on a individual level. So it's all relationships. You see, it's how we think about things. It's how we think about relationships that's going to be challenged and altered. And we get it we get an objectification when we're dealing with other people it's very mm-hmm. difficult to have a me consciousness in libra because it's all about balance it's all about balance and relationships mhm so you can't just be because relationships about well, it's well. I mean, I've got a client that's got a that's in a relationship that she actually needs to get out of, but I can't tell her that. But I mean, you know, it's um, the most difficult task for Libra is to see things from a self-centered position. So what happens is they often self-sacrificing too much when over-concerned about being fair within a relationship. Mm. You see the problem? Yeah. And so unless we confront ourselves 
and what's going on inside of us. And the and we're not just going to look in a mirror and be able to do that. Right. So that's Libra. This okay. is where that solar eclipse is going to happen. And so just to go through that, a solar eclipse, a lunar eclipse again, the lunar eclipse will be in the first of the month. So we'll talk about it, the lunar eclipse next month. So I would suggest for the next 30, 30 days or roughly to the end of this month, um, we've got to look for the empowering and change we're being asked to see. We have to see a solar eclipse is emphasis or crisis. The emphasis is 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 on the positive side. It's uh, empowering us th- through creativity, new perspectives, prospects. Whereas the crisis is uh, the old pattern of how we've operated in the past. It's the memories. So it's past experience, it's past habits, it's past tendencies. So when we get to a solar eclipse, we're trying to we're we're trying to use power to ex- change our experience in a particular area in our life that the solar eclipse occurs. Like it's happening in your sixth house, it's happening in my first house. How do we so, know where it's happening? Well, if we get to it, okay. But let me let me go on. Okay. Uh, we've got to learn. We've got to, and uh, we we we've got to learn how we are experiencing uh, the relationship, whether it's social relationships, societal relationships, and even our personal relationships. Where where are we getting thrown off center? Because um, that that's going to be brought about with this eclipse, and so uh, it's a it's a six month pre- period where that's a developmental process going on for us. If we're in crisis, then we need to find out why are we responding in an old way mm. instead of accepting what possibilities and a new way of operating. So let's say we have a relationship that we're not getting along with. Um, so then we need to say, if it's a, if it's a relationship that there's still good energy there, but we're battling all the time, then we got to, we got to start evaluating. Why are we battling? What am I doing to create the battle? What is my fear or anxiety around the battle? Because um, what 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 I've what I'm trying going to explain here in the outline was North Node and South Node because you you don't rare, you rarely hear that in an eclipse when people talk about it, but. The the North Node, the the all planets have nodes because they move above the ecliptic and below the ecliptic. And right at the ecliptic, when the planet transitions, um, those are called nodes. Now, a North Node is our karmic path and our soul's purpose in this lifetime and how we're going to integrate socially through our experiences. So a North Node is an area of spiritual growth and development. A South Node is going to be our past experience, habits, and tendencies. And when we do things from a South Nodal perspective and try to go backwards in our life, when our soul's purpose is to go forwards, it's usually kind of difficult. It causes conflicts. It causes problems. We didn't come into this life to go backwards. We come into it to go forward. Now, the interesting thing that that all eclipses are are associated with a node. Okay. This particular eclipse is associated with the south node. So that's our path. Which means... 
we're using our past ways of responding to relationships, to, to our social relationships, to the way we see uh, society, the way we see partners and um, business partners, relationship partners, uh, intimacy partners. And we have got to take a look at that and see how we are responding so that we now you change the way we're responding because we're going to respond out of, well, this is the way I've always done it. And I've got to find a new way to relate. Okay. So let me break this down because you just spoke in like a completely different language, I think for all of us. (laughs) So we have these eclipses coming and the focus of the, the solar eclipse is the first one that will happen. And that happens in 10 days from today that this podcast comes out. So that is tied to our South node. Is that right? Yes. This eclipse. So what we're going to be bumping up against probably, and this is the nasty eclipse that you talked about. So I'm assuming it could come in a variety of ways for people, but what we'll be bumping up against is what the ways in which we have dealt with things in the past, whether that's relating, whether it's challenges, whether it's opportunities, anything like that, the ways in which we have responded. Is that right? Yes. And it's in Libra. So it's relationship responses. Okay. So like if we're bumping up against it, I'm assuming that means those ways will not work for us anymore and we need to find new ways. Right. Okay. And is that ways in this specific lifetime or could that even be from right now? Okay. so So we're going to be using old programming and conditioning and patterning uh to respond to our conflicts or to respond in relationships that are going to show us if we're accepting in new ways of relating or if we're creating conflict which is relating in old ways of conditioning and patterning from past lives. Okay. And as well as conditioning and patterning from this one, which the two are the same. Could you give us an example? Like what would that say? Someone is, I don't know, let's say going through a hard time in their relationships. And she said it's relationships. Use the example of your client with that guy. So what might that look like when the eclipse is happening? Like what are, I mean, I'm assuming we'll know what the thing is because it's going to be obvious. I mean, let's look at it from a macrocosm. Okay. Because the United States is being just, I mean, it is really bumping up against this country. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are polarized right now in two different factions that are just never before seen. Mm-hmm. by all of us alive. So, I mean, you know, when we look at the the ugliness on one side and we're looking at trying to maintain our life uh, as we've known it and experienced it, and we're trying to um, get into an understanding of, of how does that other side think? And it doesn't make any difference on which side you're on. We're we're struggling to understand how they think like that. How do you think in terms of disempowering women? How do you think in terms of segregating uh, different people of different orientations because they don't line up with your belief and philosophy? Mm -hmm. So you see... If we take that and look at it from the macrocosm, I mean, you know, what are we facing in this country? We're facing uh, threats coming from um, from the from from people that are not in the social mainstream. <laughs> These are people that aren't even in the mainstream. They're in they're in their own section of rebellion. Most of that is all rebellion against what what the social 
structure of what this country is has always been or, mm. or what we're trying to maintain. Whether you want to talk about democracy or do you want to tear it down and build a dictatorship or something else entirely? Well, there's people on both sides of that argument. There's people on both sides of those feelings and and uh, emotions. So that's the best way to explain it instead of trying to use a individual. Just look at the macrocosm. Look at what this country's going through. And we're all feeling it. Yes. I think, I mean, you know, I'm feeling a tremendous anxiety going on with this society and culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, watching an ex-president go into uh, into court being charged. I mean, we've all grown up with Donald Trump being a billionaire. Well, right. he's not. <laughs> he's a, uh, I mean, I mean, you know, it's just, it's going to be, become more, but I mean, you know, this is stressful for us. Yeah. It's just like it was stressful for us when um, any kind of hero falls. I mean, look at Lance Armstrong. I mean, we were so proud. He won seven French uh, cycling deals. And then all of a sudden we find out that he was doing drugs and all of that. So he fell from grace. Mm -hmm. That was stressful. Mm -hmm. And we don't understand sometimes the stress of society and how it affects us personally. But it does. And it affects us culturally, socially, and individually. Now, on this person that I'm talking about in relationships, I'm talking about two different realities. Mm-hmm. I've got a reality of that I want, you know, this is what I want to do. And I've got a little more power than you do in the relationship. But you're not complying. And I can't trust you to do what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So how do we make that work? Or can we make it work? Mm-hmm. I just I just told him the other day, you've got to you've got to decide your values. You don't ever you don't ever abandon your values in a relationship. Your values are your values. Now, you may you 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 may analyze your values in the context of the relationship and say, is this a value that is, you know, that that I need to maintain? Is this within my boundaries? But is this a value that I can maybe tweak a little bit or or allow that person to be that person without feeling like my values and boundaries are being violated? Well, if you can't, well, then the relationship needs to be dissolved. Right. If you can, then you can make adjustment, which then causes less conflict. And so you see... That's how we are facing the south nodal conflict that this eclipse is going to bring us. We're all drawn to relationships, but we've got to understand how to maintain our integrity within the context of a relationship if it's a mutual relationship with both people working together to to bring it into balance and harmony. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was 
before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think it's interesting to think about on the bigger scale. I loved the point you made, and this is kind of like a side note, but about when the hero falls from grace, it just is like dawning on me how much that's been happening in the past couple of years. But it kind of brings me back to, to like, as a culture, something that has felt really weird to me lately is just like this idea of celebrity in general, because like, we also are living in this place where everyone gets canceled these days. Like you get canceled for saying anything. And we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast in other podcast episodes, but um, it's interesting because it's like, we're battling between putting someone up on a pedestal and then also realizing their humanity at the same time. And we don't really have this like acceptance of that sort of like what you're saying. Like, it's like you either have to be this superhero or you're like this disgusting being that can't exist. And I do feel this like bigger picture thing of us recognizing the humanity and everyone again. And it's like how we're all connected and yes, some people have great skill sets and they have all these things, but like there is still this connection between all of us. I don't know if I'm making the full point exactly, but again, it feels like balance, like this, this like really way that we've kind of like lost ourselves to this idolization of people and they're just human too. Well, it, you know what is so beautiful, and, and uh, unfortunately, the, the the listeners can't see you. Look at what you're doing with your hands. Yeah, I was like holding them up like a scale, kind of. You're, you're a scale. You're mm-hmm. weighing things. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we're all weighing yeah. things. And so to to keep going forward here... Um, it's a South, this, all the eclipses are in a series of, of eclipses that begin either at the North Pole and the South Pole, and they move, move towards the other pole. And they're okay. usually 70, 70, 71 eclipses and in a, a full eclipse cycle, which takes 1260 years. So, this is when we when we look at an eclipse, I go back to the initial eclipse chart. And when we looked at that initial eclipse chart, it brought it brought up um there's there's an immense power and anger and force associated with this eclipse. Okay. On the positive side, this is going to bring up some huge obstacles for people that are just suddenly and easily cleared. 
On the negative side, it's a potential pending crisis. It's a potential crisis that will manifest. And then one will move through it very rapidly. And so we're all going to be feeling life is starting to move very fast. Which is because you're going to have been so retrograded. Major events are just going to start unfolding very quickly, very rapidly. So let's go back to the macrocosm. I okay. mean, we, we can look at what Trump's going through and and see how 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 fast all of these court situations are going to come up mm-hmm. and they're going to impact us all. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it's going to, uh, we're going to move through them. But um, so it's, how are we going to uh, take it? Or are we going to kind of try to hold on to the, to uh, uh, what, what has been secure Versus now move forward with saying, you know what, we've got to, this is the society we want. This is the culture we want. And this is how we're going to, uh, how we're going to vote. It's how we're going to live our life. It's how we choose to be. And so I think that that's, um, this South Nodal is, um, is we've we've all have to change in the way that we relate to people, places, and things. And things can even be the universe. Okay. So all of it is going to have to be evaluated, reevaluated to reestablish our values and what's really how we want to live mm-hmm. as in the collective. And in the culture and society. Now, so when we start looking at that, uh, I looked at the great degree interpretation. We've got to find common ground between all all living things, between all things, the universe, people, intimate relationships. We're going to have to find common ground. Can we find common ground if a if we have two diametrically opposed values? I was just about to say that. Your values on me? I don't think we're going to find common ground. So how do we find common ground? We're going to have to accept that's what they believe. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to accept. That's what we believe. Mm-hmm. So we and have to accept people and their beliefs regardless. Yeah. So um, we've got to appeal and, and and you know, Libra is peace at any price. So we've got to find our kindness and compassion. Where can we cooperate? Mm. I mean, these are still people, even if we're diametrically opposed. But how do we get them to open up on on what there could be a negotiation? How do we give a spiritual definition to our conflict? So we've got and and one of the one of the ways we do that is we got to learn to walk the talk. Okay. I don't care what you believe in spiritually as long as you walk the talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell me you're the. Uh, you can tell me you're a Buddhist. You can tell me you're a Christian. You can tell me you're a Hindu. I don't care what you are as long as you live within the context of what you believe in your values. So I think that's the way we're going to find common ground. That's really I mean, you interesting. Know, one of the... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, because the word that was popping up into my mind that I hear so often when we're fighting these political battles recently is from both sides. And I see both sides points are um, are the big the big word that I hear is, well, that's just like hypocrisy. It's like hypocrisy, hypocrisy, like everyone's a hypocrite. And to some degree, in both arguments, everyone is. And it's like... Everyone is. Wow. Yeah, it's just so interesting to me that what we have to accept in other people 
is accepting their their things, but also like the stopping the pointing the finger of the hypocrisy. Like we're so focused on pointing the finger that we often do miss our own hypocrisy. And it's just interesting. Well, that's processing the past conditioning and patterns, self-nodal patterns of Libra. Okay. See how that fits together? Tell me more. So, Maybe I will. Well, I mean, you know, you're asking how we can fix it. The 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 full moon is really going to bring this about, and we'll talk more about this. But I mean, think about some of the things that um, that I've already put down there on the in some of the interpretation. Pleasing others by pleasing oneself. I don't get it. Isn't that an interesting thought? That's an interesting concept. Pleasing others by pleasing oneself. That's kind of walking the talk, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's such a new concept to me that I don't get it. I don't understand what you're saying. Well, pleasing. I mean, you know, and the, and then the next se- sentence that follows it is seeing through social games. In other words, when we are happy, mm-hmm. when we are pleased with ourselves, do we not have a great aura, a great energy, and people want to have what we that affect uh, infectious yes. energy? What do you what do you got that I can drink that be like you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you have that I can do to to have that kind of joy and happiness? So that's one way that we can work with people. or with others. Uh, Seeing through social games, of course there's a bunch of games. I mean, you know, I mean, look at politics. There's people that that, they don't care about what's going on with the country as much as they care about getting television time, building up their own reputation and power. Isn't that all politics? No one cares about what actually is happening. Of course it is. It's social gaming. Well, it's the games. other yeah, the other interesting thing I thought about what you just said is isn't that what social media is, right? Like you described this person at the beginning who is genuinely happy, they have this aura. It's that attraction rather than promotion. You don't have to tell people how happy you are or how great your life is. People are just drawn to you because they observe it. But then we've created this other culture where we have these lives via social media that are all about telling people how great we are, our lives are, how great we feel, whatever. And the twist in the social game, I guess, that you would say is that half the time it's all bullshit. It's just a game. It's it's just the thing right. that we're selling. It's not the actual reality. So there's is all book, of that going to blow book. up? Because I hope so. <laughs> Well, I don't know that it's going to blow up. I mean, you know, the last thing I write here is strikingly independent viewpoints. We're going to come to terms with that at the full moon. The next full moon, because we just had one. Well, okay. no, not the full moon, the the, the 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 lunar eclipse at the full moon. That's at the so end of October. we've got to change the way we're responding to people with different viewpoints, different values. We got, in other words, how do we come to uh, a solution? Are we looking at all the possibilities for a solution instead of just tightly holding on to the what we think it should be? Mm. I mean, how do we come to a balance? How do we come to negotiation? I mean, the great negotiator is Libra. So... That's going to have to, that's going to be part of the whole thing. So the energy patterns in the solar eclipse chart uh, is discovering old realities of participating with others, groups, communities, authorities, and hierarchies. I don't know how you say that any better. Allowing your intuition to be our guiding force versus using the ego and personal consciousness to define our life interactions, and communications with others. Learning how to be flexible to adapt with others to form win-win situations. Is there such a thing? As a (laughs) win-win? Yeah. 
Uh, on so that. you see, <laughs> take, taking the needs of others before ourselves. Um, you know, we've we we just got to figure out how to to live within the context in this culture and society that's so far out of balance. How do we get back into balance? Mm-hmm. How do we get back into give and take situations mm-hmm. where it becomes a win win for everybody? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to be a big part of this whole solar eclipse. Now the chart is going to match the chart of the Saros series that I talked about earlier. Ruthless pursuit of goals and desire for accumulation of power. That's going to be coming up. I mean, we're certainly looking at that. I mean, you you just got rid of a uh, Speaker of the House. Mm -hmm. Why? ruthless pursuit of goals and accumulation of power. That's why. So um, it also uh, is part of the moon, is the touchiness with others. The, The elements of clinging or vacillation about breaking up destructive relationships, that that speaks directly to that client. So, and then the, uh, we actually got what we call a Pluto-Mars square. I mean, this is, Mars is fighting and Pluto is intensity. So there could be a whole heck of a lot of infighting, retaliation, mm-hmm. arguments, just arguing just because you enjoy arguing. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it's going to be a pretty interesting period over this six next next six months next six months are you hearing me i keep yeah no that's the eclipse period six months okay so we have one coming in 10 days from when this podcast comes out and then why does it continue for six months i don't understand that powerful energy that it lasts for a six month period Okay, so whatever we start bumping up against now will just kind of unfold over these next it's six It's going to unfold, and we're going to have to come to terms with it. And, you know, Libra uh, is law, mm-hmm. it's contracts, it's open enemies, um, it's relationships, intimate, as well as uh, contractual relationships. It's not going to have so much to do with uh, is with the intimacy, it has some to do with it, but it's going to be more upon, you know, um, uh, d- d- difficulties within the context of the committed relationship or a partnership. Mm-hmm. Where where are the conflicts? So we're really going to be dealing with a lot of a lot of social stuff. Social stuff, meaning on the macro level? Macro and micro, dear. Oh, boy. So when I Sounds talk like about wild macro, ride. the same thing's happening in the micro. Right. Mm-mm-mm. Well, <laughs> I got <laughs> so, nothing. I'm just like, well, shit. I guess I better buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> but this kind of dovetails into what we were talking about earlier. We have to evaluate, you know, what am I holding on to so tightly mm-hmm. that I'm not willing to find a place of solution and compromise? Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm holding on it so tightly because I'm fearful if I let go, there's going to be change. Mm-hmm. Well, there's going to be change. Right. The only constant in life is change. So you might as well let go Mm -hmm. and see what comes up and then find the solution. So when we look at Libra and the solar eclipse, your key role is going to be personal development. Self-recognition is essential for self-esteem and self-growth, self-knowledge, self-confidence, self-enrichment. And you're going to have to do that through the interactions on an intimate level with people. I mean, really close friends. And of course, sexuality is going to come into this. So, I mean, who is more intimate than people that, two people that are uh, actively sexual? Nobody. Yeah. So that's really going to be an emphasis in Libra. In Virgo, your main focus is going to be on development of your material values, your attitude, your financial uh, perspective. You're going to have pride in your assets and what you own, and you're going to want to increase uh, your income. Now, you're going to have to do that uh, by looking around in society and say, how can I serve society that will give me more, that I can make more? that I can partnership with. Leo is going to be intellectual and communication needs are going to be emphasized. Are you learning? Are you teaching? Are you expressing ideas? Are you having conversation that share knowledge? And you're going to have to do that, or are you going to be writing what you you believe in? Are you going to do that on the bigger stage by uh, by public speaking, by being seen as an authority, by publishing a book or something like that to where now you get an opportunity to share what you think, what your values, ideas are? Mm-hmm. For cancer, you're going to have the incentive to establish a, a home life, inner home, especially in the inner home, self-esteem, self-image, 
Um, this is going to, you're going to want a, your outer home to match what's going on internally. Mm. So it's, what does your home look like? How is your home need to go through improvement to match who you are? And uh, enhancing family relationships is going to be big. Um, there's a possibility of a move, but also what's really going to be emphasized is how you're looking at your future in hopes, dreams, and aspirations. Are you working towards them every day? Can you see it in your visualization and your mind's eye? For Gemini, you're going to need to express your, your creativity and your affection. You're going to have to get out of your head and into your heart and express your feelings. So romance and relationships to children and playful games and playfulness, taking a risk to be something more than what you are. And you're going to have to do that by find, by looking at some of your conditioning and restrictions you've placed on yourself. What are the chains you're holding on to that keep you from having fun, having pleasure, experiencing and expressing love? And for Taurus, you're going to find the need to serve others. You're going to be in a state of your health is going to be a big indicator of how you're living in harmony within yourself. Hmm. Uh, your job relationships are going to be a very dominating factor. So uh, you're going to, how are you keeping yourself healthy as far as your diet and so on goes? How are you taking care of you is going to be a uh, an evaluating factor. For Aries, your focus is going to be on the needs for human interactions. You're going to want to be in a one-to-one -one basis. So the self-serving Aries is going to really be uh, looking dynamically for a relationship, for working to form meaningful relationships. And they're going to have to decide what their real true values are. Is it all self-serving or can I find a balance within relationships that will Make make me a better person and a happier person. In Pisces, the simulation is going to be in the physical realities as well as your spiritual realities. Are you walking the talk? Are you, is your life unfolding in a positive way based on your spiritual principles? Are your attitudes positive? because you're living within the means of how you believe, how your values are. Possible inheritance is possible. You're going to be sharing resources with others. Is there, there, is there a nice equal exchange there? Or is it, is it a little bit conflicted? I mean, you know, it's always been said, who he who holds the money leads the relationship. Mm. I don't necessarily know that that should be true, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> In Aquarius, your development of abstract thoughts. You're going to have to start using visualization, using dream time, using imagery, uh, questioning some of your own moral standards, your religious practice, um, and start looking at theoretical issues. Are all is all of your beliefs are they are they theory or are they wish fulfillment or are you blindly following what somebody's tell tells you? So you know you're going to have to find some ethical and personal beliefs are going to be evaluated, and that's going to come from what makes you comfortable, what makes you feel at home within yourself. If you can. If you can walk the talk, then it's probably good. But if you're not walking the talk, well, then maybe you better stop to evaluate what you're believing. For Capricorn, it's going to be about career advancement, um, your status and standing in the world, your concern with recognition and position, and looking for concrete evidence for success. You're going to have to be a little more of a risk taker, Capricorn. You're going to have to be more playful, more loving, 
more just having fun at every moment without getting wrapped up in a goal to where you put blinders on and you are blindly trying to get what you want. So it's going to have to be a lot more flexibility than that to be more creative. Sagittarius examining their role as a member of society and the human race. How are you getting along with group interests? Are you gaining is a, is is your is getting along with the group a priority over self-oriented goals? Mm. Big deal. Uh, so you've got to become a member of the play. How you getting along with people you work with? And Scorpio with psychological development, spiritual growth, increasing the awareness of independent interdependency that exists within the physical and the spiritual natures. You're going to have to be interactive with your spiritual side. And there you go. There I you go. It. You. T- <laughs> <laughs> we have to go, but you've already said to me, I better come in and see you because there's a lot that's going to be going on. So if anyone else is feeling that way and you're just like, this was maybe a lot to digest, but you want to know how it's going to play out for you over the next six months. Where can people set up an appointment with you, Marv? They can contact me through email at marvin at astromarv.com. Okay. Or they can go to the website, astromarv.com, and contact me through the website. Okay. And I'll put those things in the description of this podcast for you guys. Marv, as always, thank you. And I guess we'll report back in next month and see how things are going. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me how tell me how this month started to unfold and I'll tell you what what you're looking at. <laughs> All right. Well, hang in there, everyone. And um yeah, Marv, thanks for being here with us. Uh, it's my pleasure. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.